everyone and welcome to Pro Hire Sustainable Fleet Podcast. My name's Michelle and I head up the Alternative Fuels Division here, Pro Green. Today I'm joined by Todd Harvey, who is the Head of Sales at Aerodyne. Um, Todd, welcome. Hi Michelle, nice uh, to be here, thank you. Thank you very much for coming. Um, so to give you guys a bit of an intro, how we, we came to meet each other. So some time ago, we, uh, we were always proactively doing training sessions for colleagues within the business and looking at ways to upskill our colleagues. And Aerodyne have done some work with us previously, and we were really keen to bring them into the business to help educate our colleagues on the best ways um, with regards to fuel saving, um, aerodynamics, etc. And Todd and his team came in, and uh, there was a lot of interest on how we could um, maybe move this sort of like beyond the business and get it out to the wider audience hence why todd's with us today so before we go any further and start talking about the the different things that you guys are doing as a business from a sustainability point of view todd um tell us a bit about yourself yeah thanks michelle um so i've fairly recently rejoined aerodyne july last year i was with the company back in 2001 to 2008 um running a, a sales patch for for the business yeah and then i went away completely out of the industry yeah for another 15 years and had nothing to do with this industry for the last 15 years um was looking around about two years ago and this opportunity came up and i rejoined it it's probably been about the most exciting sales move of my career i've done 22 years selling and this has been really really exciting i think it's that 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 time now where there's so many developments happening in the world Um, of transport in so many different areas it is obviously a very challenging time in our industry but i think without a doubt exactly what you've just said there it is certainly the most exciting i know when colleagues have spoken before pat you know says the decades that he's been in the industry and without doubt this is this is the exciting time for developments and innovations absolutely yeah i resonate with that i think what i like about it is um your selling something has got real tangible benefits for the customer yeah so I've sold a lot of different things uh, but this effectively what we're selling is um, fuel saving and co2 reduction yeah and you can really demonstrate it to customers it's really powerful i think anything that you can show and demonstrate as an actual realistic innovation is an absolute game changer for businesses. Everybody's looking for the new piece of technology, but if you can actually sit there and demonstrate its capabilities and what the potential fuel savings will be for that business, it's a tangible piece that they will always investigate and look into further. So, okay, so a little bit more about Aerodyne then. Obviously, you've got the experience from many moons ago and you've been back with the business now just shy of 12 months, haven't you? So tell us a bit more about the, the company that you actually work for then. Okay, so Aerodyne started in 1979. Um, it was born out of a small logistics company, and the the founder then started exploring fuel-saving devices, and he got rights to a product which he imported from California and started selling that with a lot of success, and it, it, it's developed from there. Um, just winding the clock back to when I was with the company, previously a lot of the core business was done through what we might call a middleman so a commercial bodybuilder or a truck dealer probably mm-hmm. more the commercial bodybuilder yeah but now we are there's a big shift towards de- uh, dealing direct with the end client and okay. demonstrating to them the, the fuel saving and the co2 saving so we supply aerodynamic devices that reduce 
fuel costs okay. and extend range yeah. and reduce carbon. Okay, and I'm assuming then that that's a different across a, an entire fleet profile. Then, so anything from what maybe a, a, a standard van up upwards. Yeah, absolutely. So in any box, any box van, not yep. pa- not panel vans, obviously, yeah, yeah. but any box van from three and a half ton right up to twenty six ton, mm-hmm. and then Arctic trucks, tractor units, okay, and then also trailer aero as well. Okay, we're involved with. Okay, and then you've got the obviously when we're talking about the the fleet there, um, I suppose that you're looking at the opportunity to be able to supply these kind of innovations to diesels and electrics. Um, so, from an electrification point of view, um, the aerodynamics is to obviously increase the range capabilities. And there's a lot of technology out there and we've got some customers that are obviously still going to be sticking with their diesel fleet for a period of time while certain technologies further progress. But you're able to support them specifically as well. So they're not necessarily looking to change the world overnight, but you can offer them a solution on their diesel vehicle that will help them, I'm assuming, reduce CO2 emissions with what you're suggesting. Yeah, that's right. So any um, any commercial vehicle, aerodynamics is going to work on it. Are they, Regardless of what, yep. whether it's using diesel or whether it's an electric vehicle, mm-hmm. it's going to do one of those two things. It's going to extend the range and it's going to reduce the the energy required to um, propel mm-hmm. it, basically. And do you have with the, I mean, obviously I've, I've seen lots of vehicles out on the road and they have lots of different types of um, elements added to the vehicle to make them more aerodynamic. Are there kind of like certain packages that are maybe in certain options that are maybe um, like the quick wins? So for example, so if you gave us an example, maybe from a, a three and a half ton box point of view, what are the, the, the quick wins that can be achieved from those? We tend to focus on the what we'd say fix the front first. So we tend to focus on the cab top deflector. Mm-hmm. Really, um, that that tends to be the highest impact. It's not to um, downgrade other elements, the yep. side collars, the chassis side skirts, mm-hmm. rear boat tails. They they all work. They all become part of the big package. But if you're looking for your initial highest impact, we look at the um, difference between the top of the cab and the top of the box body or the top of the trailer behind. So just interesting rule of thumb, um, for every 200 millimetres or 20 centimetres of exposed body front, yeah, that could equate to something like a 3% fuel saving. Really? That works, that works fairly well so in those cases. The benefit you've got there is obviously exactly that, the fuel saving, and then on as a result of that, the, the CO2 reduction and that sustainability piece that everybody's under a lot of pressure um, to work and develop. Okay. And so I'm assuming then when you're talking about these products to businesses, because what we have to demonstrate, and very often with our customers and businesses that we speak to, everybody wants facts and figures. They want to be able to see data that demonstrates that that is the right solution for their fleet. And is that something that you're able to support businesses with then? A hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's the way we work. We we very much work off facts and data. We do. We have a consultative type of, type of approach. Okay. I mean, what, what we say is we're aerodynamicists that happen to use composites for our products so okay. we look at it very scientifically and we work with the customer get their inputs get their data and mm-hmm. we'll come up with a proposal and a return on investment chart on yeah. how long it would take to pay that back and what sort of savings they're likely to make yeah because that's what the businesses are looking for so we know that when we're talking to companies in the transport and the warehouse and operational people 
they need to take back into the business the benefits of this and understand what the initial outlay is going to be, what the investment is going to be, but also actually what that ROI is going to be as well, not just from a cost point of view, but again, more than ever now is that sustainability piece. Um, most businesses are now accepting of the fact that they're going to have to make that investment, but actually what they want to see is that return on investment at what's, you know, that immediate result, obviously, and then the life of that vehicle. Um, but the fact that you're able to do that is certainly something that businesses need. Um, I suppose to a certain extent you become like that, that sales opportunity with the tea, the business that you're talking to, but then helping them potentially to sell it on further back into their, their board or their shareholders or those key decision makers that have, you know, got that, that checkbook. Yeah, it's exactly that. So there tends to be two, you've, you've said it already, but there tends to be two main reasons why people are engaging with us. And one is the, fuel saving or the cost saving but equally the other is the co2 and the sustainable yeah. advantages massively and these days um, logistics companies the whole industry is under massive pressure mm-hmm. commercially financially yeah and at the same time they're having to deliver um, co2 reduction policies which can be quite expensive yeah. with aerodynamics it is what we we'd call like a low-hanging fruit so you can implement it pretty simply yeah and it will pay for itself and then it will save fuel and you can report co2 mm-hmm. savings which are demonstrable and that, that's what it's got to be it's got to be demonstrable exactly the same when you're talking about new new fuels that are becoming available and longer ranges on vehicles it's being able to demonstrate to that company the hard facts of you know we all talk about wltp and the real world um and that's the real world side of things that they need to know about WLTP is obviously your perfect situation mm. and I'm sure you could demonstrate the perfect scenario of the aerodynamics but what we're looking for is the real world stuff that's that's going to bring the benefit um okay so when you're talking about technology um some of the examples then have you got any particular customers or not necessarily name the customers but um particular situations where you've been able to demonstrate um demonstrate its um, abilities then yeah so I'll pick on one typical example um Obviously, when, when you're thinking about tractor units, the the factory provided kits are designed for a four meter height trailer. Yes, because yeah. they're all made in Europe, and the European height regulations dictate they they can't be over four meters. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the UK, we have a five meter five meter yeah. height for the trailers, so that's a big opportunity for us. We have a lot of fleets that would run a mixed. Um, fleet of trailers anything from four to five meters yeah and there's an opportunity there with the aerodynamics we okay. produce and supply a auto adjust air deflector which fits to the top of the tractor unit and it will automatically adjust to suit the height of the trailer there's oh, a wow. laser on the back of it and the the deflector adjusts within inside two minutes with no driver interaction okay so you literally hook up to the trailer yep. and then the, the laser that it starts doing that work without the driver having to do anything. He doesn't even know it's happening. I mean, you can get adjustable air deflectors, but you'll never find a driver that's going to get up on the cab roof and go and adjust them. I think the uh, drivers have got, obviously, enough going on with driver checks. um, And, I mean, to be fair, I mean, you know, we spend a lot of time working with drivers, and what we want to be able to do, and for businesses as well, is to make sure that those drivers have um, the most efficient um, job possible that enables them to fuel do the necessary checks, do the hours that they need to do. Um, and we have it with 
you know the different types of fuel that are out there and you know bringing them back into sight and the infrastructure and making sure that there's the right route to do the um fuel back up and the ad blue and everything and i think if you start adding more things into this it, 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 that that's not appealing for the driver and uh, those drivers won't stay so you need to keep the drivers happy and if you're saying that there's technology there that's going to do it for them then that's a bit of a winner 100 percent. yeah they shouldn't need to I don't feel it's part of the driver's responsibility to be adjusting the aerodynamics. Uh-huh. It, they wouldn't even know it's happening. It just no. automatically adjusts. So that that's a real that's a real benefit. That's a huge benefit, and and I'm assuming then that that's a that's quite a regular conversation to be having when you talk to business. That that's quite a would, would that be the most popular product because of that or one of the most popular. We 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 kind of live and die by the statement that if we can save you fuel and CO two, we'll tell you. So we take a very analytic, consultative approach, and we target people or we speak to people approach people where we're pretty sure we can add value yeah um and that is that is quite a common one mm-hmm. yeah and then i suppose as well i mean i remember i did um my cpc training not so long ago and um, one of the subjects that i actually had to teach as part of my assessment was aerodynamics and the different types that are available out there and that was all to do with obviously the tail end of the trailer not just the front of the trailer um, but it's the tail end of it as it's obviously coming off the back end and it is literally the full package that you guys are able to offer then isn't it that's correct Jim. and we've got um <clears throat> we've got some innovations which are coming down the line um including trailer aero mm-hmm. which we're working hard on one of, one of the um pieces of feedback we had we've had a lot from customers about trailer aero is, is the damage and the downtime you can get with it yes so we, we're taking that on board and we have got products which are going to address that situation we've got a very active engineering team including the head of engineering who comes from the decades of experience in the trailer building industry okay. and in-house cad design so yeah there's some exciting stuff coming down the line and again it's that conversation of yes it's all about efficiencies and it's all about sustainability <coughs> and return on investment but it's also that uh, now more than ever fleet uptime fleet uptime is critical especially with all the challenges around parts availability when vehicles go off the road etc so you're looking constantly looking at technology and innovations then that could actually prevent that from happening so i'm I'm guessing sort of like the materials that you're using the types of materials that you're using as far as protecting them from incidents maybe probably the nicest way of putting it incidents that might occur um so is that something else that you guys are kind of focused on is the composite of it yeah, so that that is true. We're we're looking. A lot of our equipment is um, manufactured in GRP, mm-hmm. but we are looking at other materials. Uh-huh. Um, the engineering team, that's part of their remit. They're looking. We're exploring other materials, and mm-hmm. we're highly likely to be uh, manufacturing in other composites going forward. Yeah, and obviously always taking into consideration the sustainability piece as well. Because as it, I mean, we're very focused on as a business practicing what we preach mm. so we have our the targets that we set ourselves with regards to see reducing our co2 emissions but then beyond that as a business in how we dispose of um waste materials and things like that and um use of certain materials being removed and looking at alternatives so i'm, I'm assuming that's something that your engineering team is always looking looking to further understand as well yeah so that's a key feature of the composite we're looking at at the moment yep. uh, particularly for um trailer side skirts that mm-hmm. it will be recyclable okay um there's other benefits as well um much faster uh, production times but it will be recyclable which is a big benefit yeah no that's huge okay well 
Todd, thank you very much. I think what we'd end up probably looking to do with yourselves is something that we'd be keen to do is, obviously, with all the fitments that you do to various vehicles across the fleet, I'm sure there's probably a truck TV video to come out of this as well, where uh, we'd welcome the opportunity to go around a vehicle, even potentially one of our vehicles, to understand a little bit more about the aerodynamics and the uh, the way that you're able to offer that fuel saving and obviously in turn as a result be uh, more CO2 focused. So I think that's something we'll probably look to reach out to you about. Um, so Todd, genuinely really appreciate you taking the time. I know that uh, you had to step in and uh, I've had to step in as well. So <laughs> I think it was probably the, the perfect situation. So thank you very much. Um, guys, thanks very much for listening. As explained, we always look to release our podcast every two weeks. Please make sure that you jump online and have a listen. And then if anybody would like to uh, to get involved, please reach out to us and we'd be happy to have that conversation with you. Guys, look after yourself and we'll speak soon. Mm-hmm.